we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Those are real yo's. Good morning, Charlemagne. Good morning, Angela Yee. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Good morning. Whew. All right, I guess DJ Envy must be running a little bit late. I feel like he's going to run in here at any second. Well, it's the weather. The weather is uh, really bad here in the tri-state area. I know we're a nationally syndicated morning show, but in the tri-state area, the, the weather is terrible. It's disgusting. It's rainy. It's, it's flooding in places. It's been raining for like four days straight here, maybe five. It definitely is. So. I know. I know because I'm have i working on a doing like a rehab of my house in Brooklyn, and they haven't been able to do any work. For like the past five days because of the weather. So, you know, you can't drive as fast as you need to. And in the morning, if anybody knows anything about the mornings, morning, uh, the mornings are like football. 
So it's a game of inches. So we all got our routines, right? So if you don't get up at a certain time and get out the house at a certain time, and if you're not going a certain speed, you're not going to get the way you need to be uh, at the proper time. So that's mm-hmm. probably why Envy is late. Mm. Yeah. But we have a great show today. Uh, we have a very special guest, an icon, living, uh, walking memorial. The, the legend known as, what is he known as? Diddy? Sean Combs? I think he Puffy. goes by Diddy, but he also goes by Love. Yesterday he was saying his name is Smoke. For a minute it was Brother Love, then it was just Love. Yep. Yep. But now it's, uh, I think it's back. He said whatever you want to call him, though. Yes. Sean, John, Sean Combs. Yes. And all of that is back. He's got Sean John back. He's got a new label called Love Records where he's focusing on nothing but R&B. And he'll be here this morning to talk to us uh Talk to us about it. There goes Rashawn. Good morning, guys. Jacket matching his beard. Jacket hey. matching his Beijing. Rashawn. Hey. It's just for me. Hey, you know, I, you know who I ran into last night? Um, nope. What's Whitehead? Uh, Whitehead. Whitehead. Preacher. What's the preacher? Oh, Bishop Lamar Whitehead. Bishop Lamar Whitehead. I ran into him last night. Mm-hmm. That is the uh, bishop who, Got sadly, robbed. people know him from getting robbed in uh, yes. Brooklyn. Yes, yes. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I heard you guys talking about me. I was like, yeah, because every time we see you in the news, it's for something negative. I was like, we prefer to see you for something positive. We want to see you preach. That's not why we was talking. Oh, yeah, we did say, I yeah, said I wanted to see that. him preach. I wanted to see what his words sounded like. Let's yeah, preach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so um, he was like, well, I, will, I would love to tell Charlemagne. I said, hello. I told you he's been saying he want to come up here. Good morning, Mr. Uh, Whitehead, Bishop. Good morning, yes, Bishop. He did say that. So, and then I was, uh, I was, we were doing a, an event in the city. That's why I'm a little late, man. With EYL, uh, Brandon Medford, uh, Milano, Caesar, where we were breaking down just you know how different people you know have different paths to make money in different industries. So it was pretty dope. It was a great event in the city last night. So shout out to everybody that uh, popped through last night. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get the show cracking. Sean Combs will be here. Love will be here. Smoke will be here. Yeah. He's not ducking nothing. Nothing. He's answering all, any and all questions. I mean nothing. All right. <laughs> well, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes. Let's talk about Elon Musk. He is going to buy Twitter, allegedly. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, I, I already know. each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, 
monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. What's happening? Let's get in some front page news. 
Now we got to congratulate New York Yankees slugger Aaron Judge. He had a 62-62nd home run, I should say. He beat the record last night, so congratulations to him. Dropping a clues bombs for Aaron Judge out here balling like he on steroids, but he's not. That's right. That's I what I'm talking about. I wonder how much that's, that 62nd ball is going to go for, whoever caught that, right? A million more? You think so? I think so. And well, you know, crazy part is they want them to do the right thing and just give the ball back to no Aaron way. Judge. Y'all know that's not how this works. Come on, No guys. way. Stop it. No way. All right, what else we got, Easy? All right, Elon Musk has reportedly changed his mind. He is offering to buy Twitter at the original asking price. And so looks like, according to reports yesterday, uh, it is going to happen. So, you know, again, anything can happen, but, you know... Here we go. Back back at it again. Rich people problems. All right. And a California school has canceled the football season. The players had a slave auction, and a video has surfaced of that. Yuba City United Schools Superintendent Doreen Osumi said the district received this disgraceful video showing members of the River Valley High School varsity football team carrying out this act that was racist. Uh, she said, I received a copy of a recording of River Valley High School football team members acting out a re- reprehensible act of a slave auction. The recording clearly demonstrates that the situation was orchestrated and organized, which underscores my concern that students spent time contemplating this terrible act without the slightest regard that this action is hateful and hurtful. They may argue that it was a joke and they intended no harm, but the fact is that this is not only harmful, it is disgraceful. So the team forfeited last week's game. The students involved in the incident were kicked off the team. There weren't enough players to compete, and then the rest of the season has now been canceled. So that means they have a record of 0-6. Yeah, I wonder what makes them think that that's funny. Like, what would make them think, you know, this is something that we should reenact in the locker room? And why would the black players go along with that? Mm. And the video, by the way, is available if you feel like you can even watch that. Mm-mm. And I do like the whole football uh, season being taken away because they are a team. And I think when you do things like that, it makes other people on the team, everybody has to look out for each other. You keep people out of trouble in that way. Like, if you know that this person on this team does something, it'll affect the whole yeah, that team. Like, that it keeps sense. everybody on point and keeps everybody G-checking each other. And that's very surprising because most of the times the program is bigger than the school because the program is what brings money in, what brings donors, what brings sponsorships in. So the fact that they canceled the football team means a lot. Now, I wonder how that football team is, though. I mean, they don't say they have six games. I mean, Jesus Not Christ. Not many years before. Oh, I don't know. You know, I mean, if it's a big program, because some of these schools are all based around sports and Well, football. this is high school, so I don't know. Still. Yeah. Most of these programs is based on high school And sports. you said they only have six games? They'll be only six for the season? Yeah, they had to forfeit the, the last game because there weren't enough players. It's only a six-game season, though? That's wild. Well, no, maybe six that's games all right now. so far. Because Logan's oh. game is they up to, I think, this week they got to buy. Next week is their seventh game. Oh, so they'll be on six for the rest of the season. Mm. Oh, okay. Got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Carter from Jersey. Can you hear me, Envy? Hey, Carter from Jersey. Get it off your chest, brother. Uh, I wanted to ask you about a first one. Hey, Yee. 
Hey, what up? How you how you doing, Carteret? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good, sugar. Uh, I wanted to ask Emmy, yo, is it, is it a good time to buy houses right now? That interest rate is nuts. Yeah, I mean, the interest rates are high, but if you think about it, I think we've been spoiled because interest rates were always between 4 and 6% in the last 10 years. I just think in the last two years, we've been spoiled because they dropped down to 1%, 2%, 3%. I think it's going to level out around 5 It's going to be around 5 So, I mean, if you're looking for a, a, an investment property where you're going to be charging rent, this is one of the best times because rent right now is probably the highest it's been in the last 20 years. So, I mean, people are tied up on the interest rates, but I think I think this is where the interest rates are going to be in the next couple of years. Oh, so it's, just, it's probably just going to sit here. It ain't like it's going to go lower. Uh, I, maybe in the next couple of years or so, but you got to remember, the interest rate's been between 4 and 6%. We just got, you know, kind of lucky with, you know, the last couple of years when they're dropping down in the ones. We haven't seen that in, you know, I don't even know. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just checking in. You the guy. No, I'm not the guy. I'm just, okay. trying, I'm just trying to make it happen, brother. <laughs> All right. Good luck to NBA. Hey. Yeah, I love you. Hey, Charlamagne. Cowboy's still trash, my boy. That's not true, bro. We 3-1 out here. Don't disrespect us. Have a good one. Hello. Who's this? Good morning. It's Will from Jersey. How you guys doing? Peace, Will. From Will. Jersey. What up? Get it off your chest. I don't know if you remember me from last time I was talking before about how we got to reel out our youth in and some of our adults that, about this crime uh, this crime because they're going to enact some of these laws that's really going to tighten up on us. But anyway, I want to talk about the uh, Fat Joe interview and, uh, and the controversy. Well, it's not controversy to me, but as far as him saying and kind of standing on it, he tiptoed around it yesterday about the 50-50 creation of hip-hop. Now, it, it's a touchy subject because you grew up in a, the tri-state area, uh, the Boricuas, they're like our cousins. You know, you wear the same clothes. You're over at Grandma's house. You're watching. You're arguing over what you're going to watch, He-Man or, or, or DuckTales or whatever. And so it's a little awkward, but every now and then you got to call your cousin out. So for him to – and yesterday he, he, he says – well, we were there. But, yeah, of course you were there. I was there when Grandma was making a sweet potato pie. I helped her with the mixer, but I didn't make the pie. And the reason why it's important... I don't think I don't think he ever said that, though. No, he never, he said, never that. said that, that Latinas created hip-hop. He never hip said it. He, he said that. Half truth. He said, we were there. It was 50-50. And what happens... And here's, here's why that's important. Give me a second. Mm -hmm. Because just like all throughout the history of melanated of black people... Our accomplishments is from the Moors or our Egyptian uh, uh, heritage or our Hebrew heritage is that we we're very open and we welcome it. We give all the information out. And then as time goes on and others come in power, they kind of write us out of, uh, of our place in, in those spaces. So in the next, this is the 50th year of hip hop, in the next 50 years, because their numbers are, are going to grow and they make, they're going to be the dominant minority, when it's talked about then, it's going to be a 75, 25. And guess who's going to be that 25? Us. And here's the litmus test. I'll, I'll leave you on this. The litmus test of who created it is what was sampled. It was heavy on James Brown, heavy on Parliament Funkadelic. Uh, and even when we went to something else that was kind of stolen from us, rock and roll, it was Billy Squires and I got the big... Things like that. If it was 50-50, you would have heard more Willie Cologne or the Torres brothers. You didn't hear... But, but, bro, but brother, my brother, music. I'm not disagreeing with nothing you're saying, but who said it was 50-50? I mean, it's just like... And, and that's why I'm glad... I'm, who said it was 50-50? He said it was 50-50. Go look at the Angie Martinez uh, interview. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that. No, I didn't see that. We told you about yesterday's interview because yesterday he, he didn't no, no, say no. that because what he said was... He said that Latinos contributed to hip-hop, and that is a fact. That is true. Hip-hop started in the Bronx... I mean, common sense tells us that, you know, hip-hop and Latinos 
you know, helped to create a genre. When you talk about guys like DJ Charlie Chase, you talk about the Rocksteady crew, bro. The Rocksteady crew was like it was like three Puerto Ricans in the Rocksteady crew. The breakdancers. I'll be feuding as far as the whole thing. Help create there and contrib- contributing and creating uh, on an island for two separate parts of the island. It's not necessarily the same thing. All right. Well, thank you for calling, brother. Yeah, I never, I never thought that Joe said that they created hip hop. No, I, I, I thought that he said that they were there from the beginning and they, you know, helped contribute to the culture and helped create the culture, which is true. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Power 105.1. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Lena from Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, Lena. Hey, Good Lena. Morning. Get it off your chest. Hey, today my birthday, and Woo-hoo. I just want to give somebody a little motivation. Uh, last year, I got diagnosed with a stomach disease called gastroparesis, and I was fighting for my life. I had like seven feeding foods. I went from like a one, 160 to 107, and I just want to say that I made it through it all. Thank with God. With a special needs child at that. So I just want to give somebody a little motivation. That's all. Okay. I love to hear it, man. Thank you so much for calling up. Happy birthday. Happy We're so birthday. glad you're here with us and that you made it through. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all so much. I live with y'all every day. Thank you so much. I love that. She okay, sounded bye. so positive. That was great motivation. Imagine that. She went from 160 to 107. Mm-hmm. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Sabrina. Hey, Sabrina, get it off your chest. All right. I'm mad as hell. Why are I'm you mad as hell? Radio, and they said... I no longer support Kanye West for wearing a White Lives Matter shirt and that it's hard for them to support him now. Okay, this pisses me off because you got people out here that are not black and they're wearing Black Lives Matter shirts. They're supporting it. They're all for it. Kanye West's children are half white. So I can't see how somebody can come and say that they will no longer support Kanye West because he's wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. That's like somebody getting on the radio and saying, well, I no longer support Eminem because he's wearing a a Black Lives Matter shirt. Come on now. Well, do you know why people say Black Lives Matter? All lives matter. That's the problem. I know, but do you... you, I'm not not saying they don't, but do you know why people say Black Lives Matter? All lives matter. But do you know what what Black Lives Matter came from? I agree with you. you. Do you know why the whole movement and what that term even means and why it was created? People didn't even start saying white lives matter until... I'll say multiple felons. I'll say multiple felons are involved in that statement because there's cops killing black people. There's racism all over. There was slavery. We know that. But the thing is, when you guys get on the radio and you hop on saying, oh, well, I'm no longer supporting Kanye because he's supporting white lives matter. I never never said that. I don't think think anybody up here said that, but I just want you to know that, you know... I said that two days ago because I've been calling for two days trying to get a hold of because this is why racism starts. Because I, you guys make some kind of comments like that, and it's like, damn. You, you think know? that's why racism starts? I don't think anybody up here said yeah, that. I, I said, do because it's, yes, they did. This is 97.9, right? No, no. it's not, uh, well, actually. Yeah, it it might be oh, it is. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, I will yeah. say this. I mean, look, Black Lives Matter, like you just said, was about the fact that 
Black lives haven't mattered to so many people for so long, like police officers, like, you know, people in a, for such a long time. It hasn't mattered. Is so it, this is just saying, yes, black lives do matter. Just treat us as equal. Yo, it's just as simple and as this. Guys, oh, everybody God. needs to understand that all lives matter, though. There's a sure. lot of people here that are not black, and we feel like we're garbage. Listen, you. you don't have to curse, but sure. But please understand that people did not say white lives matter until the world started affirming black folks by saying black Black Lives Matter. When all well, of the, you guys can't get mad if Kanye is supporting White Lives Matter if his children are. Like, I don't think there's ever been a question though. about whether or not White Lives Matter. That's what Black Lives Matter is about. It's never been a question. White lives have always mattered here in the United they States. They haven't though. They haven't though. They haven't. I'm not, people don't even mean nothing nowadays. To be honest with you, oh, we don't I'm, even get supported if we want to go into it. You know, the Arabics and the Mexicans actually are immigrants, and and they get more entitlements than the black. Away, well, listen, your, 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 your life does matter. Have a great day. We appreciate you so yeah. much. But but I do. I know I, facts are facts, my baby, because if somebody hops on the radio and says, we ain't supporting Eminem no more because he's not he's wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt, it would be a whole different situation. I wouldn't care. And I guarantee I, you that some people would say that. I just know that the statement, <laughs> I just know. I guarantee you that some people would say that. Racism definitely needs to stop. Racism needs to stop. We agree there. But just know that the statement White Lives Matter is just an attempt to excuse the slaughter of black people in this country. It's really just that simple. It's like no, no, nobody even started saying White Lives Matter until the whole world started affirming black people bro. by saying Black Lives Matter. Bro, it's Wednesday. I, don't I know, but I'm just, I, I just, you know, I just, I just want her to know. Like, it's like, you know, like these words mean something. Yes, and sometimes just people just won't get it and you just got to let them go. Once again, appreciate you. it did not. That, that nobody even started saying white lives matter until the whole world started affirming black folks by saying black lives matter. When the world started saying black lives matter, then people started saying white lives matter as an, as an attempt to excuse everything that was happening to black people in this country. Happy hump day, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got rumors on the way. Oh my gosh, another divorce announcement will tell you what long-term couple is getting divorced. And I know none of us saw this coming. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. EJ, Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk divorces. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Man, it looks like Miguel and his wife, Nazanin Mandy, have filed for divorce. Even though they had gotten back together earlier this year, if you guys remember, they had filed for divorce previously, and then they got back together. But now it looks like after almost four years of marriage, they are actually going to get divorced. There is a prenup. And according to TMZ, they said the couple was photographed together as recently as July. And in the documents, she does not uh, list the date of separation. That section of the paperwork says TBD. So they had split up. You know, they were together for 17 years, by the way, but just married for almost four years. Mm, I hate the D word, man. Divorce sucks, mm -hmm. sucks to hear about, man. So sending both of them positive energy. Now, Tia Mari and Corey Hardrick also are filing for divorce. And uh, she announced the split yesterday on Instagram. She said, I've always been honest with my fans and today is no different. I wanted to share that Corey and I have decided to go our separate ways. We will maintain a friendship as we co-parent our beautiful children. I'm grateful for all the happy times we had together. And want to thank my friends, family, and fans for your love and support as we start this new chapter moving forward in our lives. So she filed for a divorce from her husband yesterday, according to documents obtained by people. Man, once again, I hate the D word. 
divorce sucks to hear about. Sending them both positive mm-hmm. energy too. Now, Nia Long, in the meantime, in the middle of everything that's been happening with her longtime uh, boyfriend and fiance, Boston Celtics coach Ime Udoka, posted a tip for mental health. Learn to distinguish who deserves an explanation, who deserves one answer, and who deserves absolutely nothing. So that is, I guess, especially in the wake of everything that's happening, how she's feeling. Now, her ex has weighed in on everything that's been going on with Nia Long and with Ime. And, you know, he says to the Daily Mail, he said, Ime made a mistake. He's not a bad guy. Hopefully he's learned from this. And he also said he's a good man all these years. I'm happy he's in my son's life. Every man needs another chance. Like the Bible says, the flesh is weak. He's not a bad guy. And, you know, that's what her ex, uh, Masazi, has to say. Why would he be giving a statement? They probably asked him. That's why. Everybody's trying to get some type of statements on things. And, you know, they yeah, I'm still, just saying, him why and Nia still have a good relationship. Yeah, but why would he give a statement for that reason you just said? If they have a good relationship, if that's the father of the child, like, why? Like, if she, hasn't said, if she hasn't said anything, why is he speaking? Absolutely. I have no idea. And Tom Brady and Giselle have hired uh, divorce lawyers. Goodness gracious. The relationship issues they've been having, they've been living separately for the past couple of months. Apparently, they had a really big fight, and now they're looking to divide up their assets. So at one source told Page Six, I never actually thought this argument would be the end of them, but it looks like it is. I don't think there will be any coming back now. They both have lawyers and are looking at what a split will entail, who gets what, and what the finances will be. I mean, they're both so filthy rich. Like they Actually, she's her net worth is higher than Tom's, so they should just... Going their separate ways. No, hopefully they can make it work, man. You know, bro. She got. I don't know if y'all know that. Yeah, sells caked up. Yeah, she's caked yeah. up like half after, a billion. The money they got, kids. You want the family to work? Of course, I want the family to work. Mm. I'm talking about, talking about splitting up assets. I didn't so, I'm sure they don't care yeah, about that. Tom, That's the Tom, small stuff. You, you got yours. You go that way. I got mine. I'll go this way. And Tom got that big three hundred and ninety something million dollar contract coming. Like, we good. All right. Well, that is your. That's a sad rumor report. Yeah, very well, sad. It's yours. I'm, I'm sure they don't you care You put about it together. <laughs> what do you mean? I it's mean, a, these things were all in the news. A, what I reported is so sad. What I decided to report is so sad. I mean, yeah. it's not my fault. These divorce, were big stories divorce, yesterday. Divorce. I don't know how you avoid talking about big <sighs> stories. Fellas, call your wife this morning. Tell her you love her. Please, man. Marriage is beautiful. Text her. Just say, "Hey, babe, think about you." Man, man. Or just right. Sorry, are you texting me right now, Charlamagne? No, I'm not. All right, well, that is your rumor. You must report. be dreaming, per usual. Are you texting me right now? What's you got a wild you? imagination. No. Everybody, y- y'all see me, right? You no. know, the, you do realize the cameras on me. I know, no, y'all you know. Just I know me. we old, and you still think we on the radio, and nobody can see us. But woo, I'm right here. Okay, <laughs> you just tell me if you miss me. You can just say it. Just say you love me. Just Nick, say it. Put the camera back on me. My, come on, come on. Say it. Come on. Say it. What? We got front page news next. We'll be talking about. I you. want a divorce, envy. <laughs> Okay, how about that? You want to split the assets? What you Ooh, want to split? You want me to split what? Do you want me to split your what? Just got No, no, don't come over here. I, no, no, don't come over here, man. You, you just, just said the word. Split your what? I didn't. No. That's what I heard. We got front page news. I, I didn't say that. You just said. I know I did not. What? No. Go I'm going to tease front page news. Since you guys, <laughs> we talked about cheating. Let's talk about uh, somebody else who likely cheated and actually got money from it. What? All right, we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is Monsters and How to Tame Them. Hear Kevin Hart's hilarious and smart advice on low self-esteem. Start listening when you sign up for a free 30-day trial at the home of storytelling. 
Audible.com slash Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. I really want to know how come SZA didn't come out with an album after this song. Maybe it wasn't done. So they would release a single, but the album ain't done? Yeah. Yeah, more people, you know, people well, care more about the year. singles. Well, it's been a year. Yeah, but people <laughs> care more about the singles now. You know, people, you, you I make, don't know. You I make just, a lot of money I'm releasing just th- singles. I'm thinking about that tweet she put out where she said, uh, if you want to know why my album ain't coming out, blame Punch. Or something like, something to that effect. Mm, I just want to know why. All right, but let's get into some front page news. Congratulations to Aaron Judge. He hit his 62nd home run, beating the record. Without steroids. Dropping a clues bomb for Aaron Judge, baby. Okay? I love what a man looks like he's on steroids, but he's not. Now, also, a con- con- uh, concussion doctor, uh, Bennett Amulu, says uh, Tua should give up football forever, and that's because uh, they believe he had two concussions in the last, what, four days? In four days? Yeah, two concussions, so... That's what they're saying. I mean, it's very scary, especially when you got a child, a son that plays football, because you never want that to happen to him. And, and football is so big, so it's hard, kind of hard to say, no, we don't want you to play football when a town plays football. But I think Logan's going to be my last kid playing football. Jackson ain't playing football. Now, if I'm Tua, do I go get a second opinion? Because you don't, I mean, that's your life. You don't, you don't want to give up the, you know, your, 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 your dream, what you've been working for your whole life. So you go get a second opinion, right? I believe so. But there have been people that had numerous concussions, though, right? Yeah, but how are they doing now? That's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's, Have you checked on them lately? That That is true. And I'm sure everybody's different, too. You don't know how it might affect you later. You're right. Well, what else you got, Easy? All right. Well, a teenage chess grandmaster, Hans Neiman, they're saying likely cheated in more than 100 online matches, including some of those that had prize money involved. Chess.com did a 72-page report that they released yesterday. And he's a world chess champion. He's only 19, and they said that he privately confessed to cheating to the website's chief chess officer in 2020. He was temporarily banned from the platform after that, and then they said he gave his previous acknowledgments of cheating, and there were suspicions about his recent play and concerns about the steep, inconsistent rise in his rank. So they said they don't doubt that he's a talented player. We note that his results are statistically extraordinary. So he previously admitted publicly to cheating in online matches at the ages of 12 and 16. But they're saying these uh, cheating allegations happened a lot more recently. So chess.com has millions of users and hosts more than 10 million chess games a day, according to owners of the site. And so to detect suspected cheating, the website does use software that flags suspicious moves by comparing a player's moves to those that are suggested by a chess engine. And uh, fewer than one point than point one four percent of players ever cheat on the site, though, according to this report. The irony of this story is I randomly came across something yesterday where this guy had met a, a woman online who knew how to play chess, and he was trying to figure out how to play chess fast. And somebody sent him a whole tutorial on how to cheat at chess online. So to basically look like you know how to play, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but you don't know how to play. I randomly just read this yesterday. Yeah, now how do you come back from that? 19 years old, you just want to win so badly that you just cheat. Mm-mm. All right, well, he did say that he is completely ashamed. I'm telling the world because I don't want misrepresenta- misrepresentations and I don't want rumors. I've never cheated in an over-the-board game. And other than when I was 12 years old, I have never cheated in a tournament with prize money. So he co- he confessed to that a, a little while ago. Um, but now they're saying that the cheating was taking place a lot more recently. Now, did he cheat or did he just use the performance-enhancing drug that is social, the Internet? That is cheating, though. Is it's it? not you if you're using 
you know, the suggested plays. So that, why play online? If I'm if I'm the chess people, why even have these matches online if you know that there's the potential for that? Like, it's, some things should remain in person. Everything don't got to be digital. Well, they did say that less than 0.14 percent uh, of less than 0.14 percent of people cheated on the website. So I guess it's not that easy. And they also have software less- that can see when you're doing those moves that are suggested. Are did less than 1.4 percent of the people get caught? I mean mm. that they, but they can flag it because if things are suspicious and they compare it to like the chess engine, because that's how people were cheating using a chess engine. So I guess it's easy to de- detect with that software that's like, you know. I just think some things should still be done in person. I think they do do it in person as well. I know a lot of people that play chess all the time. They like to play online because it really helps sharpen their moves. So when they do it in person. Mm. All right, and that is your front page news. All right. Now, when we come back, Diddy will be joining us. The icon living, Sean Combs. Yeah, we're going to talk to him. So don't Puffy, move. Puff Daddy, PD. He's calling himself Smoke this morning, though. Yeah, make sure you listen because you don't want to miss anything. It's a lot. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent. 
telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Yeah. We got Diddy or Love. 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 We got Love. You in the look building. very New Yorkers today. Oh, man. You got the Tim's on with the puppy. Love oh, yeah. Love, yeah, I feel like you just bought that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, definitely didn't have that in Cali. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have this in LA. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it, it definitely, um, I, f- I feel good. I was saying, I was saying thank y'all for the balloons and everything. Just thank, you know, everybody for the love because I was just in a, um, in the spirit of gratitude of just like how, like, like how important it is as an artist to get an opportunity to come on the Breakfast Club, you know what I'm saying? Even though I'm Puff or just like, you know, just the things that I have on the schedule, it really, it really, really is a blessing. So, yeah, I'm just here, blessed, excited, and um. Always a pleasure to see you. I used you. to be scared to do the morning, the no. Breakfast Club. I ain't scared no more. You never be scared. We want to appreciate you because you were one of the, the first people that believed and put us on your platform. That is very true. Yeah, with you thank guys. you. And 
when a lot of people were scared, you know, we came on early on, you know what I mean, when you were building Revolt. And we just always want to say thank you for that. Oh, we man, thank you. That, thank you. Honey. And, you know, we do this because you are a living legend. I know Absolutely. people like to throw that term around now, mm. but you really are an icon living. Mm, I appreciate that. Feels good. And I had a chance to see you at the iHeart Festival. I went to Vegas, so you tore it down, and you had yeah. your son on stage. I saw the live that you did beforehand. Yeah. Saying how he has a hit record right now. Yes, yes. Christian, which is, you know, my youngest son. and Your he, clone. Yeah, my clone. He's like my twin. But he <laughs> always wanted to be on stage since he was three years old. Mm -hmm. Every time he would be at, you know, a tour, he would just like be mesmerized by the stage and, and want to get on and talk on the mic to the people. And um, so he came out and when he, st he said he wanted to be a rapper, I said, well, you, you got to do it on your own. So he found his own distribution, mm -hmm. started grinding, but everybody thought that I was helping him, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, they was definitely giving him like, you know, making him work for what he just accomplished, you know what I'm saying? Which was what he had to do, he had to give him you know, an undeniable hater-proof record. He got one. And he got one with Kodak Black. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Can't Stop, Won't Stop, Bad Boy. He's on the BET Awards tonight performing it. That's right. And I'm I'm so proud of him because I had nothing to do with it. I, had not, I didn't call BET. I, I didn't call nobody mm -hmm. and ask him. You know, I, I did ask a couple of DJs since me and him are both on the charts if he if they could, you know what I'm saying, support the records as family. But that's after he had the hit, you know what I'm saying? Besides that, he got it on his own. And I want to make that clear to people because they definitely made him work for it and he did the work. And congratulations, we the first father and son duo to be on the top 10. Wow. No competition that's, in the house, though. Is there competition in the house now, though? Like, Wait, let's give a, so a, a round of applause yeah, for that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, legendary. Yeah, that's I legendary. Mean, and, and that's first, first father, father and son. son. And that's dangerous territory for him because it's like you sample mm -hmm. crush on you, mm -hmm. and you're saying the can't stop, won't stop, which is a legendary phrase. Yeah. That could be very big shoes to fill, but yeah. he, he seems to have uh, done his job. Yeah, and definitely. I, I, you know, I told him, you know, Bad Boy was on pause, and he was like, nah, there's no way I'm letting and that he's he's so bad boy so he's just taking the flag up himself and it's really really proud to see you know him to go through you know that that adversity i was asking is there any friendly competition in the crib at all yeah um <laughs> the other day he was charting higher than me <laughs> out of nowhere and they just like delivered me the message and i was just like i know that's my son but he's not getting to number one before me. <laughs> I, said, I said, that is not the way we come back in together. Blackballed. <laughs> no, no, I didn't blackball him. I just told my team to turn up. Mm -hmm. And I felt so proud. Like I felt like just so proud that, up, that, that 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 he was higher on the chart than yeah. me. Who's you know what I'm saying? Now? He is. Um, I don't think as of today, but, <laughs> but you got more resources. That's not fair. Yeah, you guys go straight. Hey yo, hey yo, it's it's just like running a race with your pops. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, how did you get Young but, Miami on the remix? Um, yeah. <laughs> she, how you how'd you get? Did she charge you? Did she charge you? How'd you get it? Nah, nah, nah. She was at the studio. I said, get on the mic. Let's do this. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, she was in the studio. And she cleared it right away, no problems? Cleared it right away, yeah. <laughs> Everything's clear. Everything's clear. You know what I'm saying? So you knew you wanted Young Miami and Ashanti. Yes. Young Miami was really supposed to just do it for a challenge. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She wanted to do the open mic challenge. She really loved the record. And, um, but Ashanti, you know, um, I just felt Ashanti just, 
just because I think that that music and art could, you know what I'm saying, gives you a chance to speak your mind when it comes to the love territory. And, you know, after I seen Irv do his thing, and I was just thinking, I was like, sis may want to, you know, you know, express herself on this song, you know? Oh, so she's it's kind of like a rebuttal to the stuff Irv was saying? Is what yeah, like, we talk about whatever's going through our lives. Mm -hmm. and, and and Irv is my man, and that's I, I know Ashanti before. Ashanti was, like, you know, 14. And I just felt like with the, with the music, I'm trying to get real truth out the music. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was actually, I was calling different people that, you know, maybe had public relationships because that's what, you know, you know, when I made the record, it was from my public relationship and me having to move on. And so that's how it kind of came together. Mm -hmm. And I feel when you make records in the tr on, in that truth, it really jumps out. So, um, yeah, nah, the remix is, is really crazy. It's like the rest of my remixes is, 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 is going to take the record to the next level. And, um, yeah, they, they really, really, really did their thing. You know? That's interesting to see you that vulnerable and even to admit that that record is about an ex-relationship. Yeah, 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 I had a... You know, when you in this game and you could definitely get an ego, you know what I'm saying, and definitely experience an ego death when it's somebody that you like, nah, we are, we we gonna make it through anything, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But then when it's over and then it's it's um yeah, it's over. Like when, when something's really, really over with a woman, it's over and 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 you gotta move on. And so I really had to learn that in my life. I didn't want to move on. I was. But that's I don't go out without a fight. I'm like crazy boyfriend. Right. But even after they married and <laughs> got kids and everything else, you stir up a lot of shit like that. Did he? If they married and got kids, um, no. I mean, that's when you got to move on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's the only reason why I moved on. You know what yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, no. It's 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 I'm, it's, it's always gonna be. You know, that's the thing I have as an artist is my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I may not, I maybe cannot write the best rhymes as Kendrick or Nas, but as an artist, artistically telling my truth, you know what I'm saying, whether it's, it's through love or getting money or whatever it is, it's, it's, it's going to like ring true, you what, know? What accountability do you take in that coming to an end? Me? I mean, everything. I was just like, you know, I, I just... You know, I, I was I just was wasn't um, I've never been a good boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Are you a whore? And that's why no, no, where I'm single, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I'm honest now. But I was like I would always be, you know, lying or seeing if but then the internet just went so crazy, you know, and and I, I definitely was like a you know, a cheater. Were you insecure? Okay. Huh? Were you insecure? No, I wasn't insecure. I just, I was just wanting my cake and eat, too eat it too. <laughs> I just, I just wanted it all. I'm, a, I'm just a Scorpio. And you don't want those with, women to with do a lot of money, huh? And you don't want those women to do other things. I think a lot of guys have that where they're like, I want to, you know, be together, be with you, treat you like my woman, have you not do other things, but I'm gonna do other things. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, before I, I just wanted to have a girlfriend and just have maybe some girls on the side, you know what I'm saying? Just to have, you know what I'm saying? But I had one in my previous relationship. I wanted to it to just be like that, you know. And um, you know, I had a lot of growing up to do, you know what I'm saying? I grow, you know, even if I was older, I had a, you know, the, the way I was seeing it, I wasn't seeing it right. You know, you can't play with somebody's live, live life. You can't play with somebody's heart. All right, we got more with Diddy when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Oh, yeah, I'm gonna make a hey, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Diddy. Carisha say y'all go together real bad. <laughs> uh-huh. Bad, bad. But she also bad. says she's single, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Carisha's single. I'm single. And, um. It's working she, for you. No, no, no. I'm saying she's one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. This girl is one of the. I'm so blessed to have met this human being. You know what I'm saying? Just. The uh, the way she makes me laugh, mm-hmm. the way she, you know, just, you know, rides with me and, you know what I'm saying, the support without it having to be, oh, this is my girl or this is this situation. You know what I'm saying? She's like, uh, has been a real friend. And, and you don't get, like, you don't find best friends later on in life. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I'm saying? And so she's, she's one of my best friends and that's really the definition for it. That's my shorty wop she always gonna be laced always gonna be hot smiling i you love seeing saying? your dynamics on carisha please i was like look at diddy acting like a little shy he blushing yeah. now you know kind <laughs> yeah. of he blushing behind the shades right now yeah. not knowing what to say i think that's a good thing though yeah yeah it's it's like i'm i'm saying i'm not monogamous but i'm not not ready for you know what I'm saying for my snow soul to be snatched I'm not trying to be a player I think dating is important when you've gone through something and you know you're not really ready to be in a relationship and and and, and it's getting to an important time mm-hmm. you know it, you know just taking the time to get to know people you know I could have had people that I took the time with to date that I could have been in a relationship with then broke over somebody else but now nah, we dated we had fun we saw it didn't feel right mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It didn't last the test of time. So I mean that's 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 my world, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not taking away from any man that's in love or any people that wanna be married or wanna, you know, say they monogamous but they not. I'm just telling the truth. Wait, wait, wait listen, married? real quick, real quick. You wanna get married? Because I heard you say No, you, I don't wanna get married. You don't wanna get married. No, I I don't wanna get married, but I would have a ceremony. A ceremony that would be better for a wedding for for my wife. You just want to have a party. Yeah, uh, you want to have a party. This is a, 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 a party. This is a ditty party. Nah, because <laughs> be, because it would be like a a celebration in a ceremony. Mm-hmm. It would be a, a ceremony. celebration of what though? A, a celebration of our love. Oh, okay. I mean, we just do it different, King. It's all I, good. I, I was going to say it'd that. be a celebration of my love, and she would probably get you know um, a half a billion dollars. And see, that's what I was going to say, right? Because yeah, yeah, she ain't got to get it when she <laughs> leaves, baby. I want you to get it when you're here. But see, that's what I mean, right? It's, it's, it'd be kind of if a woman's dating you, you're doing things for her that she's never had done before. You're taking them to Italy. You're buying them crazy cars. You can imagine how she might think he really likes me. But that's just your lifestyle. That's easy for you. Nah, I really like him if I'm taking to Italy and buying right. him a car. Mm-hmm. Nah, I didn't say oh, okay. I, I don't say I ain't really like somebody, mm-hmm. man. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Time is precious. Time is precious. I'm saying. No, I'm saying. I like right now. I just want to be single, and I just want to have different experiences, right. and I want to take my time with my love life and my heart, and not have to be uh be doing it for the gram. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if I like you, I'm going to treat you the best. I'm not. Go- I ain't got no time to be cheap, baby. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't got no time to play. You know, so if I, if I like you and we like, I need you to be happy every second of the day. Damn. Yeah. I'm liking this talk. Yeah, bro. I don't want to stay on this, but how you going to just give up the 500 million, though? Why do you just get to have yeah, a million like that? You know why? Because you, you can't take it with you. And it's also a lot of stress it, it, uh, that, that, that sometimes people have to put up with digesting this. You know what I'm saying? So you might as well, you know, be mad in the Maybach. 
Now, let me ask you this. I got to call some my homegirl. I saw, you, I saw you posting. <laughs> by the way, your daughters are all absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Great job with all Congratulations your Congratulations on that kid. Yeah. Absolutely. So, when it comes to them dating, it yes. feels like they're that age. Like, what advice do you give your daughters now when it comes to dating? I told my daughters straight up. I said, check this out. Dad is like your best friend. I know what all of these guys want to really, really do. I'm going to school y'all to all the truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When it comes time to start dating, I'm going to give you all of this, all of the tricks of the trade. You know? And um, But I'm going to tell you this right now. If you give it away, it ain't it it ain't worth it ain't worth as much. It ain't worth you gotta y'all gotta wait and take your time, and that's like the conversation to treat yourself like queens, and don't do nothing without coming and talk to me. Now what did they say? What did they say? Dad, Dad, we love you, Dad, but we see what you doing. We kind of want to follow you because you are idol and we look up to you. I definitely told them do not follow me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? At this point in your life, do not follow me. And, um, you know, I, I j- just said your dad is a unique individual, you know? Your dad, you could, you know, that may not be what you what you like, or you may fall in love with somebody like your dad that's mm-hmm. honest to you. You know what I'm saying? What if, what if uh, when they're older, in their 20s, they bring home uh, a 50-year-old man? What would you say to that? Um... I really would just go on who who really would love my daughters. I really wouldn't go on an age thing, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm 52. I mean, I feel better than I've ever felt, you know, and it's a it's a blessing, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't really think, you know, once people are adults, that's our choice. And I'm definitely, you know, fly than most, you know, Young boys, yeah. I mean, yeah, young oh, boys, or you know, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like timeless. I don't really feel time. Like you know, mm-hmm. sometimes when cats be hitting me with the OG, I take it, take take it as respect. But sometimes I be feeling like, oh, oh, you think you, you, you think I'm I'm not here no more, <laughs> or you think we can't wrestle? You know. What I'm <laughs> I mean, I mean, what? yeah. <laughs> You got into a and move some furniture around. Pop. Hey yo, yo, don't say wrestle, Diddy. Yeah. Say fight. Don't say wrestle. Hey yo, when I get on you though, for real, I'm trying to bite your face off. But I don't be doing the same fighting. I'm more of a savage type of fighter. You know what I'm saying? You got into a, a wrestling match. Well, what's the last time you got into a fight? And did you Man. win? It's been a, I mean, it's been a long time. It's, you don't it's, have to. You pay yeah. people. You don't have to, does, not have to do that kind of his stuff. His name is love. Then okay? he does his own word. Does not fight. It's well, love. I know if what I saw you mean, fighting, I'd be like, I mean, Yo, what's I mean, going on? Who not doing their job? If I mean, Diddy fighting? No, it's a friendly fight. Not no real fight. Not no beef. But you know, sometimes you got to punch every right now. Friendly. Now, I'd rather see y'all wrestle, to be honest with you. What? You and he, he said punch. I rather no, see no, no, wrestling. It, it, it's, it's more like grappling. You know what I'm saying? More like <laughs> you, you got to stop. UFC. Why you doing this? Hey yo, hey yo, check this out. I'm unpausable. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I'm unpausable. Do y'all think that I care? Uh, no. With anything or with any? No. Hey no. yo, I, I, I absolutely don't. Don't want to kill an owned by a black man. That's you right. You know now, what I'm saying? Me, I'm just saying like I like I like more. Hand to hand combat. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? All right, we gotta move on. Let's talk about the music. <laughs>
So. Oh, yeah, and I'm not your uncle, though. For real, I'm your competition. I could be your daddy. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not like your uncle Leroy. So you don't like unk? You don't like OG? None of that? I just like love. No, I don't, I don't take it as a as anything but it is 50% of mm-hmm. people in their head that's really like damn you know you know what's up OG you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying yeah. where it's like you could maybe a little feeble don't let these young niggas tr- fool you <laughs> they be trying to motherfucking play you you know what I'm saying I, I could I be in something and it could be you know she 28 30 whatever whatever yeah. then his time is gonna come with the OG like he really yeah, yeah, yeah. disrupting something you know what I'm saying so it'd be subliminal OG in his in, in age hate in the mm-hmm. industry. I'm here prime time. I you know, I respect the OG, but I'm not like an original gangster. You Got know you. what I'm saying? I'm just like I'm king. I'm love. True. And so it it should apply. Alright, we got more with Diddy when we come back, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still here with Diddy now. The other day we seen you on the phone with Kanye talking fashion. What was that conversation like? Um, and did you see his fashion choices? Kanye, my boy. <laughs> Kanye, my boy. Now this this is where he need the OG Kanye, talk. Kanye, my boy. White lives matter. Kanye, my boy, is is a super 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 free thinker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times what he means is is like misconstrued. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes just... You got to stop making excuses for him, Paul. Yeah, no, no, no. No, I'm not making ex- excuses. I'm just saying if he did it, like, that's the way he thinks. And so, you know, and I understand white lives do matter, but it's not that. That was our slogan. That wasn't our slogan to go share with, with, with nobody else. And so... That's the that's the only message. We don't have to condemn Kanye or cancel him. We doesn't have to go crazy, but at the same time, you know, saying you gotta be, you 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 gotta understand like your actions. You know what I'm saying? And so that you know the action of that, you know, I couldn't put out the Kanye and nothing T-shirt. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it on. Today and I wanted to put out a t- my first T-shirt to tribute Kanye and I'm still do it. I just need a couple of days to get over mm-hmm. this T-shirt gotcha. because right now we the ones that are that are dying. That's right. You know what I'm saying that are incarcerated, mm-hmm. you know, that are left in poverty, mm-hmm. not getting no you know any 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 money for retribute. What is it? Um, reparations. Reparations. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, flooding our communities with drugs and guns. And we know all this. And they still not trying to break us off, which that's the next level we got to go to. So it really ain't no time for no other lives mattering right right now but the tribe. You have to be unapologetically black and love your people and love Mm -hmm. your tribe first. If you heard something was going on, your ass would be running to your house first. You would not be going to your neighbor's house first. They'd be running to their house first. We got to run to our house first, and we ain't got no time for, like, no internet, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, white lives matter, to, to put that up against the black lives matter. Nah, we need to be focused on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Let the white lives, let them white lives they self out. Let's, let's, let's black lives ourselves, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right now. And, and I don't think no, it's, it's not the time for unnecessary noise. 
with you know him or or Karen Owens. You know what I'm saying? Because this is really Candace. Candace. Candace, Karen, Candace. She Karen Owens now. <laughs> That's her new name. Daddy, Diddy. She Candace is too black of a name. Mm. She's Karen Owens, mm -hmm. all right? But, so <laughs> That's what I've always respected about you, the Jay-Z's of the world, Andre Harrell, God bless the dead. Y'all were always unapologetically black in y'all mogul journey. The problem I be having with Ye sometimes is like he goes out of his way to seek white validation. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, it's way too serious now. We sitting here, we like this, mm -hmm. we less than 1%. Mm -hmm. Instagram got the algorithm, TikTok got the algorithm of just niggas just having fun. Black people just mm -hmm. having fun. Brown people <clears throat> just having fun. Mm -hmm. And everybody is starving at a level that that I don't think people know. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's really what's going on. So it's just no time to be, do nothing but to, to shed light and focus on that. You know what I'm saying? From, as I said, from incarceration to... If somebody want to get a job, how do they get a job? Like, mm -hmm. are you serious? You know what I'm saying? If you ain't on Instagram doing digital stuff, there's no other job for you but to sell drugs and, uh, you know what I'm saying, scam or whatever it is. And it's just like, like we can't be tone deaf. That's right. You know what I'm saying? As a people. And so to me, it was very tone deaf. But I'm not, I'm not condemning my brother because I, I like it when he's a free thinker. Mm -hmm. But I just think that this time is the wrong time because we don't need to get distracted. We really need to know what's going on besides Instagram, what's going on in our communities. Right. That's right. I want to talk to you about being an artist, man, because I feel like regardless of how big of a mogul you are, you're always in artist mode. Does that artist hunger ever leave you? Yeah. I would say um, I lost my artist for like eight years, and like the last two years, I, I really started to get it back. When I say I lost my artist, that's the artist, the creativity in me. So that's why I'm at a highly, highly creative zone. I want to send a shout out to to all, all of the seasoned executives and seasoned creatives. I'm always looking for new creatives, but I'm I am trying to poach people from you know some of the top companies that know the information that we need to know to be able to not just compete, but to dominate, you know? It wasn't because the liquor did so well, you pivoted? Because at one time it was all about Ciroc and all about De Leon, and it was less about Diddy the artist. Yeah, I, I um, you know, it, it, you know, um, the money had got to me, you know what I'm saying? And I wasn't really inspired. And so, like, yeah, I, w I was really down a road of understanding, you know, like like high level corporate business at a whole nother level, and so it was like a a a, a time for me to learn more. Mm -hmm. But but I was I was empty. You know what I'm saying? I was empty. I felt lost. My frequency was down, and because I wasn't creating, and so I'm here to create. And sometimes you have to you have to go and and touch the money and touch the set to realize. Nah, that's that that's not that's not what I'm here to do. You know what I'm saying? So artistically. You know, I'm I'm back all the way. You know what I'm saying? As far as as my thoughts and now even the resources. I used to just have picket signs. Now I got you know technology. So you know, I'm just trying to make the highest art that I can. 
And um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for Sean John to be back and for me to be starting that project. And we need the, in the black next couple of weeks. The black yeah. velours yeah. need doing that. I still that. have mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, we got more with Diddy when we come back. I usually we do rumors, but Diddy's still here. And don't forget, next hour is Ask Ye. If you need relationship advice, get on the phone lines right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Diddy. I was going to ask you, you know, what did you think about, right, where you look at an artist, Mace, right, was upset for you for years? Yes. Then, down the line, he has an artist. Mm-hmm. And then recently, his artist is upset because he's basically said, allegedly, that Mace didn't pay him and there was problems. Yeah. And do you look at that and be like, that's, that's just an executive or is it one of those things like, I told you. First of all, because what he had a problem first with you of did, all, he, his artist first said of, the same first thing. of all, see, I didn't do nothing to him. So let's go back to the first. The first of all, the first of all is is there has been negative propaganda put out about me that's not true, mm-hmm. and has really stained, tried to stain stain my legacy. I've always been a person I don't like to get in just talking people's business and things like that. But not right now. I have made it my purpose that when I come back, I can't have y'all 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 following me cuz I am here to be a leader and to give some direction. If you think that I'm a scumbag that will ever steal anything, my name is Diddy Sean Combs. I never took nothing from nobody a day in my life. All I've ever given is is opportunity and more money than a person was making. So when I hear like or I see things and I'm like, wow, this 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 vibe that they got on me, like I'm big red or something. I came here, I had to open up the doors. So you're saying you I don't mean, you, 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 you don't mean, steal from artists is what you're saying? Never. Never. So how never, does a narrative like that happen ne- with so ne- many ne- different ne- people? Because people have this thing called the tap out button when you get to a certain point and the money is running low you want to you got to run this hustle to try to find somebody to blame Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i have all my receipts and so we are going to do a special a retrospective with all the artists and we're going to get this narrative clear because it comes from different tactics when people want to get out of contracts. And and a lot of people that speak on this, y'all don't know the business, y'all don't know what y'all are talking about. So it's going to be a teaching moment of love because it is important, I feel, fight for your reputation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fight for my reputation. I'm going to fight for the honorable man I am, the righteous king that I am. I'm not perfect, you know what I'm saying? There could have been an accountant mess up on this one or that one, things that happen in the business. But me actually, like, I'm running a hustle to get money. I started the, the delivering papers at 12 years old. I was a millionaire when I was 19. You know what I'm saying? And so I will be making sure that the truth comes out because that's not going down in, 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 in my legacy. And to me, that's the worst thing in the world is a thief. The thief is the worst thing. His hand should be chopped. Her hand should be chopped off. His or her hand should be. That's the way I feel about somebody taking something from somebody that ain't theirs. You know what I'm saying? When you could go out and you could go and work for something. And so that right there, um, I just, just, you know, just in general, it, you know, the mace thing. 
you know, I did one album with Mace. One album. How much money do you think I owe this guy? One album? And then he became a fake pastor and went and conned people. And then y'all gonna let him throw dirt on the God's name? We going, we, I wrote each and every one, and each and every body, anybody could come and step up. Bring your receipts. But I'm not playing. I'm back outside and I'm fighting back for us. And I'm also doing, do a little fighting back for me. You know what I'm saying? So how much money does, and I'm, I'm just throwing this out, how much money does somebody like a Mace owe you? Because the reason I Mace say that. Mace owes me $3 million. That's <laughs> facts. I got the receipt. Second album, you gave money to do a second album, never delivered. Did the album, never delivered. You know okay. what I'm saying? And I'm not going to go back and forth with Mace. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going back and forth with nobody. I'm just going to, if I'm here, I'm going to speak up for myself. I'm going to speak up for myself now. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not going to have you think something that I, I hate. I hate a thief. I hate somebody that don't got, and I don't hate nobody, but that's with, with somebody that just got to take something that somebody else worked for mm -hmm. just for their benefit and their friend. I, I don't like that. So you know you're really saying? doing a special, like you're taping a special to address I think these? Diddy just came up with that idea right now. No, no. Uh -oh. I was more <laughs> saying, you know, I'm going to use, you know, I have a very... I have a very um, successful thank you mm -hmm. to everybody for supporting network. Mm -hmm. So Revolt. yeah, I'm gonna go and tell my story on 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 my network with one of my podcasts, and I'm gonna also get the artists that that you know together to to um you know help me clear this up. What would the lot say? Like, I spoke to a lot. Yeah, I told a lot. They gonna help me clear it up. Yeah. They know. I mean, people. I mean, the truth gonna be the truth. But we're going to get to the truth. As long as I'm outside, we're going to get... Not trying to start nothing with nobody. Mace, I love Mace. If anything, and I will tell anybody, anybody thinks I own something, show me the receipt. You get paid in 24 hours. Because sometimes there's accounting problems. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Does Papa owe us any money? Are we all good? Well, we never really got a big check from yeah, Revolt, that was, but that's nothing. That you know really know went what I mean? That's nothing to do. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you what happened with that. You know what I'm saying? Your people at Our Heart, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I gave them the money, and, and they kept all the money. Mm. I believe it. They kept they 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 kept all the money. So now now that's why y'all could come to me direct, mm -hmm. and y'all get the two million direct. You feel me? <laughs> we take I'm making PayPal, a lot of changes. Cash app, Venmo, Zell. Hey, yo, Zell. I yo, really yo, did hey, enjoy. Hey, I enjoy being on Revolt. <laughs> if you People come over, us. yeah. If you come over to Revolt, 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 right now. You remember how y'all was saying like Revolt ain't paying? We we being cheap. Not yeah, not we was a, we we was a startup company. Y'all good now? Yeah, no. Nah, 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 I actually good do now. a lot of stuff with Revolt on other shows, and yes. they always take care of me. Yes. And it's always Fish a pleasant experience. Yes. Everybody there is yes. everything smooth, flights, yeah. rooms. Yeah. Damn, I got hold, a couple hold, more questions. No, 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 hold on. And and and, and um and I want to say about this this show. This show is is as big as it is because we unified. Mm -hmm. And that's just facts. That's People always number. are like, how come y'all not you know on the anymore? So, so so yeah, so just make sure as y'all out there, make sure the way you speak about the God, you feel me? Just speak about it like from a place of knowledge and a place of receipts. And um, yeah. What's um, new on Revolt coming up? New on Revolt, I mean, Carisha, please. Mm -hmm. And um, she won last night. Listen, you know Carisha, I love Carisha. Please yeah. won last wait, night. Wait, wait, wait. I love yeah, Carisha. She Black Oprah. Oprah. She yeah. did, but it tied with Drink Champs. Diddy, you know that's some good. What? It tied. It tied. I thought it, it tied. Carisha, please, and Drink Champs tied for best podcast. They both on Revolt. 
So you paid for that? No, I didn't pay for that. Drink Champ should have worn that hand down. Yo, 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 I didn't pay for that. And I love Carisha. She only got five episodes. How'd she beat Drink Champ's for best podcast, Diddy? Come on now. Because it was the best podcast of the year. Hands down. I love Carisha. Hands down, it was the best podcast of the year. No. But you know what? I get at the Drink Champs. And a million dollars worth of game. And I feel like a lot of women podcasters don't get their just due. Best podcast of the year, Diddy? Yes. Yes. Come on, over Drink Champs, a million dollars worth of game? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Did Daily Leon sponsor the BET Hip Hop Awards? Hey, check it out. Don't be mad at me because I'm a winner. All right? <laughs> Don't be mad at me because I'm a winner. You're staying with me. Yeah, you would have staying you may have won. Like, well, like, congrats, Carisha, for that. Yeah, yeah. Let's Con- get, congrats to the queen. Go. Congrats. <laughs> Love matters. Let's introduce the record. We Black lives right? matter. Yeah. We going to play this remix? Can we play this remix? Or do we got to wait for Friday? Nah. I'm just messing with you. Come on, we going to play this remix right now. So this is the remix. Diddy Gotta Move On featuring Young Miami and Ashanti. Word. Yeah, Bryson Tiller, mm-hmm. Will Tracks, mm-hmm. done by Ron Browns, New York. All right, let's do it. It's Puff. It's, oh, you call you Puff. Diddy, yes. love. Nah, y- 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 y'all can call me all of that, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's Puff. It's Diddy. It's love. Yeah, yeah. It's the Breakfast Club. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. 
all these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a Florida That's crazy. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. That's crazy. God, I don't what? know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Ashanti really said that. I told you. Wow. Donkey of the day for Wednesday, October 5th goes to a Florida woman named Terry Johns. Terry is 59 years old and she hails from Fort Myers, Florida. What does your Uncle Charlotte always tell you about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And I'm standing on that. All right. People from the Bronx and Florida don't think like everybody else. They live in a normal that doesn't exist for the rest of us. Case in point. 
We know what Hurricane Ian did to Florida last week, and gas lines in Florida have been frustratingly long ever since the hurricane has hit. Uh, one man told the New York Times Saturday that he waited six hours to fill up canisters of gas. Folks need gas for their cars and to run their generators. If you've ever had to experience a hurricane, you understand that, all right? And you can understand the frustration of those long lines. But the way a lot of us deal with frustration is a lot different than how people in Florida deal with frustration, okay? Now, Terry Johns was frustrated, but she was also kind of regulating because she was arrested for allegedly pointing a gun at two women she mistakenly believed were cutting a long gas line. What do you mean she allegedly pointed a gun, Uncle Charlotte? Well, Terry is being accused of aiming a firearm at a car carrying the two women that she felt was trying to skip the line to get gas. Terry said, hell no. I've been in this line for mad long. I got to pee. I'm trying to get my gas and get back to where I need to be. And you're going to cut the line? Oh, I'm down to die about this unleaded. I'm down to put a cap in your ass for this regular. And if I got to get premium, premium, have you seen the price of premium? Don't make me kill you about this premium gasoline, okay? I'm waiting patiently in line. You wait patiently in line, too. Or I have you thinking it's the 4th of July out here. But here's the thing. The car was simply trying to make a U-turn in the congested traffic. They weren't trying to cut the line. That's it. The car was simply trying to make a U-turn in the congested traffic. Now, we understand road rage. We've seen it a million times. But you're in traffic at a gas station. Nobody's going anywhere. The line isn't going anywhere. Terry, you not going anywhere. And this car that you thought was cutting the line wasn't going anywhere. They were trying to go somewhere because they were just trying to make a U-turn in the congested traffic. Okay? So, what was the point? Huh? Imagine going out for gas and coming back with charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill. I don't know if that's a misprint because I ain't never heard about without intent to kill. Okay, first of all, I never knew you could have a without intent to kill charge. You pull a gun on me and shoot, unless you got the aim of Hawkeye, you can't tell me you didn't have the intent to kill me. But the moral of the story is why? Hm. I'll tell you why. One word. Three syllables, maybe two, depending how you pronounce it. Flow, ry, duh. Please give Terry Johns the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Thank you for that donkey today. And yes, I do. Uh, I, I, I think what Ashanti did was well played because, you know, she didn't get into an interview and respond mm -hmm. to anything. Yeah. She did it in the music. She did it on a record called Gotta Move On. Well, hear it. Here we go. Let me, let me, uh, yeah. Why not? You thought that you could have her on the weekends. Now you're mad because I told you I was leaving. Let's go. Again, I'm gone. Again, I'm done. Again, I'm gone. Now, Diddy said that was about Earth. He said that in, the, in our conversation mm -hmm. this morning. He did. You can't sing I Got a Little Penis. That's wild. Well, how would you like her to say it? It's one thing to say it in an interview, tell people in your spare time, but to get on a record and sing it? It lives forever. You got melodies? <laughs> you harmonizing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm walking down the street now. People are like, you got a little... <laughs> it would be Jesus great if she sang it on a little microphone. Oh, my God. Tiny desk. <laughs> Tiny desk. Jesus Christ. All right. This is wild out here in these streets. It is wild. It's been a wild week. It has, it has been a wild week. Wow. It's been a hell of a week, guys. All right. Well, Tune in tomorrow night, 1130 on Comedy Central, right after depressed. the Daily Show. Ask Ye is next. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, any type of advice, call Ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
The Breakfast Club. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. Morning. Good morning. What's your question for Ye? So, I'm eight months pregnant. I am currently having my first child. Congrats. Congrats. And, um, thank you. I just wanted to know, how can I support my boyfriend? Um, show him support because he's freaking out, and I think he's going to be an amazing dad, but people don't talk about how you show your boyfriend support. Oh, well, first of all, that's dope that you're like, okay, I want to make sure I'm supporting him, you know, during this time. It seems like you're in good spirits. I am. Everybody's showing me support, and I'm getting the princess treatment, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not getting that same treatment, right? You like you, And I think that's amazing because people don't normally think about that. Like, how can I support him? He's nervous. He's scared to have his first baby. I think the best thing you can do is be as prepared as possible. You know, and, and planning and making sure the room is ready, making sure things are put together that the way that they need to be. I think that being nervous is not a bad thing, though. I understand. I feel you. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm sure he's excited. He's nervous. I think that's a normal feeling. Do I give him, like, words of encouragement? Does he get a push gift? Like, <laughs> Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, look, Envy said that. Envy nice. got six uh, push My wife gives. gave me a push gift, but you know the first one. This is your first one. Yeah, she said it's their first. You know, it's it's tough because as a father, when you have your first child, you start panicking, right? Because you want to make sure everything is right. You want to make sure you're financially secure. You want to make sure you're mentally secure. You want to make sure you have everything in place. You don't necessarily know how to change a diaper, so all these thoughts are running. Am I going to be a good dad? So he's probably just nervous. You know what you should do? I think you should write him all the things that you love about him and all the reasons that he's going to be a great dad and think of cute ways to express that to him all the time. That sounds really cute. Make him cry a little bit. Get yeah. him all emotional. <laughs> you guys are excited together. It's a beautiful thing. And he's nervous because he wants to be great. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, and congrats. Check back in with us once thank the you. baby's born and send us a picture. <laughs> of course. We got November 14th. I'm scared and nervous. Okay, good. But you sound hyped, so <laughs> that's the most important thing. Scared, nervous, and excited. Yeah, team boy bomb. Will y'all have a beautiful day? <laughs> you too. All righty, mama. All right. Ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Good morning. What's your question for Yee? Hi, Yee. How hey. you doing today? What's up, Michelle? How are you? I'm doing good. I just want to first say congratulations on your show. I'm so excited to see what new things you get into. I thank love your podcast. You. Uh, thank you. So we were talking about uh, Spice yesterday. She said masturbation is sex with a demon. Girl, let me tell you something. <laughs> we're not going to get on that topic right now. Okay, what's your question? <laughs> um, I just wanted to talk to you. About, so long story short, been dating this guy for a couple months now. It's been about four or five months. Um, normally, you know, I go for the bad guy. I love the hood guys. I love the adventure. I love that type of spice in my life. Um, but this guy's kind of different, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Basically, the typical man you would ask for. He, you know, gives me flowers, you know, buys me new flowers before they mm -hmm. die. We go out on dates. Everything as far as the man category as a great job, great father, great head on his shoulders. But I can't get the chemistry to spark. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody's like, oh, my God, girl, that's crazy. This man does everything for you. Why would you consider leaving him? And for me, passion is everything. And there's no spark. There's no passion. There's no chemistry. I've tried to do different days, and I just can't get it to come to the surface. So am I crazy for potentially walking away from something that could really be good for me because there's no passion? I had a situation like that where I was with somebody, and he was, like, great on paper, financially stable, amazing, did everything for me, but I just was not like attracted to him like that and he wasn't bad looking it was just a chemistry thing and that's not something that you could force you know and to me it's like if you don't feel it you don't feel it it's your relationship and it's not for you to tell or explain to anybody else why something that looks good on paper is not right for you if you feel like this just isn't it it won't end up well for you now maybe you'll end up walking away and regret it that's the only thing and you'll be like you know what there's nothing better out here and I actually miss him sometimes that's the way for you to really know what it is and that's the risk that you'll have to take because if you do that and you want to go back it might be too late so you have to weigh those things out but I do feel like you know if the chemistry is not there you might end up stepping out and that's how I feel too I'm a very you know I'm a very passionate person I'm a passionate you know I, I deal with my emotions so for me, it's like I've never been a materialistic person. I don't want to stay with someone just because what they can't provide for me. Mm-hmm. Although that's great that he's able to provide that stability and able to bring, you know, the flowers and all that extra beautiful stuff because I appreciate it. But if I'm doing all that and we're doing all that and I still feel nothing, I don't want to stay here and fake the funk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I think you know what you want to do already. Yeah, And you don't need validation from anybody else. You don't have to worry about what anybody else has to say about the decisions that you make about your love life. Absolutely. And I think that's where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm listening to the girl, you crazy. This man does this. And girl, you crazy. This man does that. And I'm like, but girl, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I want to, you know, be excited and passionate. But I will say you got to get out of this bad boy phase, too, at the same time. I know. I think for me, it's just the, the, the adventure of it. You know, they say like, toxic relationships sometimes become like a drug because you get used to the highs and the lows which is not necessarily a good thing but you always change in that adventure so for me it's like finding the balance between the normality of a regular healthy relationship and still maintaining that passion you know what i'm saying yeah because you don't want to also just wear yourself out being with guys that ain't good for you either and you got to find out why that's what you're attracted to Mm -hmm. you got to grow out of that we working on it. We working on it. But I appreciate you. I just want to know. I was like, I'm not crazy for feeling this way. I mean, the gifts is nice and everything, but I want the passion. I want the love. You know what I mean? Yeah. You feel how you feel, girl. It's your life. You live your life. Well, I appreciate you. I'm so okay. excited to see what you got coming for us. And I thank you for listening to me this morning. Thank you for listening to us this morning. We appreciate you. Good luck. Thank you so much. Hey, Star. Hi, Star. Peace, 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 queen. How are you? <laughs> Good. I'll be watching your show. Thank you. <laughs> Hell of a week. Every Thursday night, 1130 on Comedy Central, right after The Daily Show. All right. All right, love. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, BET Hip Hop Awards. Let's give you some highlights of what went down last night. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's talk to BET Awards. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, DJ MV, you were on the red carpet at the BET Hip Hop Awards. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, one of my favorite things that they did this year, though, is that they had um, a cy- the cypher. And the cypher was actually 
you know, people who don't rap. But no, they had two ciphers. They had uh, the regular cipher, and then uh, for promo, they also had. That you was know, a great promo, who don't though. Usually rap, yep. Because it was actually really funny. Like some people, I thought did a great job. Don't call me white girl. Shout out to her. Mm-hmm. She killed it in her cipher. She um, did. My girl Jasmine Brand, Regine Carter actually took part of the cipher, and Lil Wayne wrote her rap. Young Carter, that's Miss Carter, best rapper alive. You know his daughter. Huh, trip harder. That's a flood warning. Mud flaps on the bands with no mud on them. Mm. Your girl tapping, throw some ones on her. You know that little bitty bitch ain't hot dog. Put some buns on her. I got <laughs> bread, I throw crumbs on her. And if she really want the smoke, she gon' end up needing a lung donor. Stop playing with me. I got your mans with me. I let you keep his belly full. I keep his bag empty. Smoking on some good good that my dad sent me. Smoking that my mama Bentley got her mad with me. Okay. Drop on the clues, Bob, Reginae. for Reginae. Damn, Reginae took it serious. She did. Everybody else was playing. Reginae came in there with Bob. I didn't know she was going to be for real, for real. She killed Damn. She I'm telling we it. need a whole thing just on this. But, you know, shout out to everybody who took part in Salute that. Salute to Pretty V, too. Pretty yeah. V bodied last Pretty night. V, yeah. Lady uh, Lemon Pepper. Also, Pinky from Slutty Vegan. Tammy she Roman it did it. Nico from P Valley. He killed it so shout out to everybody that uh took part in that lala milan yeah lala milan i think uh dapper dan i think ernest was the one that thought of this and, and uh, tasha and ernest yeah, tasha and ernest thought of this and, and did it they should have did together. a podcast cypher because you know you got all the rappers turning podcasters they should have did nori oh, Kelly, dope. button they should have did a podcast that would dope. you no, I'm not afraid. Shut up. You do use a rap. Dizzy Van Winkle. That was your no, rap name. Knock it off. <laughs> that was your rap name. Knock it off. Nice. All right, now, Hip Hop Artist of the Year went to Kendrick Lamar. Hip Hop Album of the Year also went to Kendrick Lamar. Song of the Year went to Lotto with Big Energy. That's my song, so I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. Our best breakthrough hip hop artist was Glorilla, and here she is getting her award. First of all, I want to thank God. Y'all, I'm crying. <laughs> I want to thank God, I want to thank my team, my mama, yo, Gotti, the biggest CEO, my manager, my family, everybody that supported me. Thank y'all, y'all, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. Let's go! Okay, so congratulations to her. I mean, that, you know, FNF is the joint right there. All right, best hip-hop platform. There was a tie. And then you talked about this earlier with Diddy in the interview. You can check that out. As I told Diddy, that was some BS. Carisha, please, and Drink Champs. Here is uh, Drink Champs winning. I'm going to keep it 100. I haven't been to a war show since Pun been alive. Me and Pun sat at these seats over there somewhere, and Silk the Shocker beat us in every category there was. <laughs> I promise to never come to another award show again because I didn't want to be embarrassed. Because hood get embarrassed too, y'all. But I came tonight... Pun told me to come. He said Fat Joe is hosting. He said Mob Deep is going to be there. He said you got to come tonight with your wife, your beautiful wife, and accept this award on every hood that cut school and was in the resource room. I was in special education. I never learned language. I'm not sure if I know how to read, but I'm here. Drop on the clues bombs for N.O. and DJ EFN. Make sure you subscribe to that. And shout out to Neri, his beautiful wife, who he shouted out also. That's right. And make sure you subscribe to the Black Effect. I mean, make sure you subscribe to the Drink Chance podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. And as I told Diddy, that was complete BS. I love Carisha, please, but it's only been four or five episodes. How's she the best hip-hop platform? You can't tie it with Drink Champs? No, it should have been Drink Champs, hands down, our million dollars worth of game.
Who else was in that category? Versus big the boy. Breakfast Club, Big Boy Complex, Hip Hop DX, once again, NPR it Tiny Desk. Should have been Drink Champs or a million dollars worth of game. All right, but a tie. Come on. And I love Carisha, please. But four or five episodes, that's politics as usual. Come on. All right, and shout out to Kendrick Lamar and Dave Free. My guy, Dave Free, they also won for Video Director of the Year. DJ Drama Mm -hmm. for DJ of the Year. And Producer of the Year was Hitmaker. So those are just some of the awards that were given out. All right, and that is your rumor report. I do like, I like the blend of uh, the the young and the old at the BET Hip Hop Awards. You know what I mean? It shows that, and never have I seen in the culture, it's been like, no divide like it's just all one thing you just got your seasoned veterans and you got your I don't want to say rookies but your youngins yeah the youngins yeah alright well the People's Choice mixes up next it's The Breakfast Club good morning The Breakfast Club your mornings will never be the same our audible pick of the day is fairy tale. Stephen King takes you through a doorway to another world Get ready. Start listening when you sign up for a free 30-day trial at the home of storytelling, audible.com slash breakfast club. Jay Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do. Uh, first, I want to tell people, uh, make sure you register to come to the Mental Wealth Expo this Saturday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's my second annual Mental Wealth Expo. It's a day of mental health uh, education and healing. We got some of the best mental health professionals in the country coming and some spiritual leaders, uh, Sarah Jakes Roberts. Uh, Pastor Torrey Roberts will be giving the keynote speech. We got Debbie Brown. We got Nadra Tawab Glover. We got Dr. Rita Walker, the uh, author of The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health. We got Dr. Alfie Breland Noble. A lot of people. G. Herbold's going to be there. Joey Badass. So uh, we'll see you this Saturday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. And it's a free event. All you got to do is go to mentalwealthexpo.com to register to be there. Okay? Now, the positive note is simply this. Uh, I'm healing me. I'm loving me. I'm supporting me. I'm showing up for me. I'm defending me. I'm nurturing me. I'm protecting me. I'm committed to seeing me win. Y'all have a blessed day. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. 
hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.